Surviving Lockdown. An essential business podcast from Mark Rise Voiceovers. Hello, thanks for listening. Natalie Coleshill's been working in the pub industry for 25 years in various roles, owning her own pubs for 15 years now. She's recently gone multiple with EI Group, which is a lease and tenanted business model. Obviously, when COVID-19 hit the UK, the pubs were widely seen as being the first and hardest hit industry. She joins me to talk about the effect of lockdown from the Milford Arms. Hello, Natalie. Hi, Mark. So you're actually living at the pub at the moment. Yes, indeed. So uh, I was following um, events very closely up up until the time and was just really aware that with this self-isolating and, you know, needing to isolate, staffing could become an issue, um, all sorts of things like that. So I really felt like I had to be on site just to guide the pub through. Are you managing to stay positive with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, I, I, myself and my husband moved in from the 15th of March. So we, we've really not left the building in that time. And in all fairness, when you're in this job, you'd be surprised how easy it is normal times to realise you haven't left the building for days. The nature of the industry, the nature of the, often the size of the building uh, and how fast paced the work is, we so far haven't run out of jobs to do. So we're currently painting the cellar. <laughs> And then the doors did close. How was it after that? Well, I I think it was almost relief because it felt like it had been building to that and that needed to happen. Um, I think we could probably argue about how and when it was done. Um, I I didn't actually expect to hear on a Friday evening, uh, that's it, we're shut. I I actually thought we would get the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, We had been expecting it. So we hadn't placed very large orders. Um, And funnily enough, that same morning, the the tension and stress of that week had been so great. I'd actually already gotten in touch with my local authority and asked if there was any power they had that could say, we're going to say you must shut. Um, Now, I decided on that day, I actually shut at 9 p.m., Um, Because to me, it wasn't about one last hurrah before we're all locked down. This was, yeah, to me, it really was life or death. So I was in that position where I said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to close at nine. The announcement was made at five. I thought four hours was enough time that friends, regulars, we could all wish each other well Uh, you know, say that goodbye and reinforce that we're here if we need, if anyone needs anything. Um, But it wasn't about having one last party before we locked down. So, and I I wouldn't criticise anyone that did do that. Everyone's got different reasons for why they wanted to open. These are times that none of us had known. But for me, the tension of that week was so high that I just, Honestly, couldn't wait to just close the doors. Sure, unlike a lot of businesses, though, you now can't trade. Your doors are closed. How are you coping with that? What's the financial situation? Uh, it's very scary. And, and, and again, something I hadn't even mentioned, I actually have 11 non-suite rooms. So the impact of coronavirus on the rooms happened much quicker than the pub. So the pub tra- traded pretty well on the run-up. It was almost like everyone knew pubs would shut, so they wanted as much of their pub as they could get before they were going to be shut. Um, but the rooms were actually very quiet weeks before, so I'd already closed down the B&B part of my business, which is a massive part of the business and a very good GP for the business. Um, so the idea of not trading at all is very scary. So do any of the Chancellor's financial packages apply to you? Can you get help? 
realizing that the um the, the sector is already pushed the budget already had some very good financial packages so things like rate relief the difficulty for a lot of pubs is the cap so as long as you're under 51000 in that budget there would be no rates now that has been um due to coronavirus it expanded across all of retail so there are no business rates and that's a really big thing the sad thing is a lot of pubs were already on target for that relief in a normal trading year so actually before this hit pubs were already in line to have uh, greatly reduced to no business rates. Indeed. Uh, on top of that, there are some very good uh, retail hospitality leisure grants, uh, and I mean grants. So this isn't the loan scheme that you're paying back. This is local authority. If your rateable value is below fifty-one thousand, or I think it's between fifteen and fifty-one, there's a twenty-five thousand pound grant. Under fifteen thousand, uh, there's a ten thousand pound grant. So is your advice look into it wherever you are if you're in that sector? Definitely my advice is look to your local authority and find out exactly what you're entitled to. Um, So retail hospitality has got a a different set of measures. Um, Now, some of it should be automatic. So local authorities are supposed to be understanding who pays what, what happens. But if you haven't received notification, you haven't had a letter, you haven't had an email, then get onto your local authority. This is a local authority. Thing. So whoever it is you pay your rates to, that is the website you need to be going on uh, uh, to, to look up what you're entitled to and get that link. Surviving lockdown. So despite all the difficult times, how have you been keeping busy and keeping active? It's, it's quite incredible to think that we're not trading, but actually the weeks have really flown by. So it's particularly being in a pub, uh, we're always used to being kind of centre of the community. So it's really focused on what I could do to keep people together and give them some sort of relief. So we've been doing things like online quizzes. We we run a every Thursday quiz. We're using Zoom for things like karaoke. Uh, my dad goes live on a Friday night because we'd always have live music. So at 72, he's still <laughs> picking up the guitar and, uh, and, and getting some him. tunes out on Facebook. Uh, we've just started a takeaway service. Um, that's partly for our own boredom. I'm fortunate that the three of us that have locked down together are all actually cooks. So it, it kind of works out well. <laughs> uh, and then the, the next thing that we're working on and, and planning on launching launching this week is a click and collect shop so the plan is uh, I have an online platform where I get wholesale products in which should help the supply chain slightly we're then breaking down the wholesale products into household size repacking it and sending it out so our customers just come in we put the box out for them they pick it up and they go home in the hope of making it a bit easier for them. Let's talk about the future. Are you confident business will pick up to the same level by, what, September, December? When are you thinking? Uh, Well, I mean, I'm not that confident. And I know that's probably not what people want to hear. Um, Whilst we're shut, I feel like there's good support. Landlords, you know, pub companies are not expecting rent right now. Our overheads are very low. Our staff essentially are being paid for by the government, those that have kept staff on under furlough. The concern is when we get back to trading, those overheads are going to shoot back up because you can't, you know, have half a staff member on. You've got to, if you're open, you've got to have these things in place. 
the question is, is the trade going to be ready for that? And I think it, it depends not obviously on how safe it is, you know, what's, how safe do people feel? How safe do we feel as operators, as a point of contact with customers? Uh, but also what's happening with the wider economy? What money have people got? It, you know, I, it seems obvious that we are going to fall into a recession. I, I don't think many people will argue that. It's going to happen sure, sure. globally across Europe. Um, so we know that there's going to be a recession. So is there going to be money to spend? Um, so it, I think it very much depends on what the government can put into place as a recovery package, as well as uh, actually whilst you're shut, this is how we get you through being closed. So they've done a lot of work, but there's a lot more to do. There is a lot to do. Uh, There's lobbying for all, you know, there's all different things um, in terms of, you know, could could there be a tax holiday for a couple of years? Could we adjust VAT? You know, VAT has always been uh, one of those topics uh, that's been campaigned where uh, certainly for um, retail, hospitality and leisure in the face of things like supermarket spends and takeaways. And even, I suppose, online shopping where they can set themselves up in another country and maybe not necessarily pay the same VAT rates that we're paying. And to some degree, maybe that's something that can be then fed down to the consumer to see some lower pricing. I guess one piece of comfort is for the first time, it's very genuinely true. We are all in this together. Natalie, thank you very much. Good luck for the future and stay safe in lockdown. Thank you and you. Natalie runs the Milford Arms at Isleworth, and you can find out more about it at themilfordarms.co.uk. Surviving Lockdown. Surviving Lockdown is produced and presented by Mark Rise, a multi award winning voiceover artist and TV presenter for more than 30 years. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or are interested in voiceover for your business video, e learning, or telephone system, simply email voiceover at markrise.com. Surviving Lockdown.